see the pictures i guess around yeah but i have no idea what it even is i just assume that it's something that isn't for me you thought that so you thought people were actually being succumbing to the zombie apocalypse yes i really thought zombies were real well you said i didn't know what to think of them that's obviously like an app on your phone how would that obviously be an app on your phone because what's, the what's other op- the other option is the actual zombie apocalypse uh you know or people are just I good didn't at realize it was so hard to say zombie Zombie. I keep almost saying zombie. Also know. a good drink to order at a uh, Caribbean bar. Yeah. It's blue sometimes if they make it right. Or if they're like, what's your favorite band of the 60s? The zombies. The zombies. Or, um, you know, who's your favorite front man for a uh, white zombie? Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie, yeah. What's your favorite Cranberry song? Zombie. Zombie. Uh, what's your favorite uh, thing that gets shot on The Walking Dead? Zombies. Zombies. And there we go. I think you're just mad because you don't have the app yourself. Go, 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 I don't. Make yourself I don't have enough room on my phone. I've got a crappy iPhone zero zero iPhone negative three. It's you know when it when this iPhone flips. Yours is a iPhone uh, Commodore sixty four. Yeah, I just you know I got to <laughs> plug it in. Uh, I got to do some dial up with my phone, and that's that how I make calls. It makes that faxing noise. Yeah, and I got that Walmart plan with that with that uh, USB plug you plug in, and suddenly you have a magic phone for like an entire year for like twelve dollars. You know what's really annoying about your phone is the party line. Like you get on oh there, and there's gosh. other people talking. It, it, you just get used to it, though. I mean, it's like the seventies all over again, right? And sometimes you hear some very interesting conversations about what people are doing with other people's bodies. The point is, there's no zombie apocalypse right now, so well, get that no. app on your phone and dead yourself. Gotta dead myself. Dead yourself. Gotta dead the Raisin Brent podcast. Yeah, Although you do that every week, I think. After, how dare you? After last week's discussion of True Detective, I have to believe a lot of people would wish that we were uh, um, not I, breathing I anymore. Think they, they should believe that we are awesome and correct. Why can't people? Ju- now I'm going to ask the people to the question of the people out there. Mm-hmm. Why can't all of you just accept the fact that we're right about everything all the time, and you need to change your opinion? Thank you. Thank you. Right? It just did it need to be said. And if you and I don't agree, Ray. One of us is right. Yeah, one of us has to be right then. It's usually me, and you maybe 5 See, that's, that's 6% a, that's of the a time. That's statement you're wrong about right there. Oh, my goodness. See? Well, there you go. Yeah. Put that in the end, uh, 94% then. Wait. In any case, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting installment. Episode, what is it, 42? 42. This is the answer. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. Episode 42 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we're going to be doing some talking this week. You know what? Because I left my accordion at home. I really don't know how to play, though. I just, my my grandparents had one. You just bang it into the concrete. It makes really weird noises. Yeah, or it makes the same noise when I actually try to play it. Yeah. So I I can actually not have to bang it into the concrete that way. It makes life easy. You should get some bagpipes. Oh, my gosh. You know, there's there's one college in the United States where you can major in bagpipes. Is that the uh, University of Never Wanalea? Nope. (laughs) Carnegie Mellon. Carnegie Mellon Institution, everybody. You know, how do you get to Carnegie Mellon from here? Practice. That's right. We're going to be talking. Here's the deal, everybody. NCAA tournament, March Madness, bracketology, all of that's going to be going down. We're going to be doing a big segment about that. Uh, on the show today, we might not reveal our complete brackets because... My, we have a challenge. We have a challenge, We're not going to yeah. tell you our answers. Well, we, well, we'll tell you what we're thinking. Well, we already know one of us is going to be right, and the rest of you will be wrong. So we actually are putting it out there. We're actually doing the... Uh, you can go to Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast for the link to our ESPN. I believe it's the official name of the group. is like RNB Bracket, mm-hmm. something like that. But if you go on uh, our Facebook page, there's a link to click into the ESPN.com site for free, and you can do a bracket challenge against Brent, myself, and other listeners of... The Raisin Raisin Brent. And here's the deal. If you, whoever wins... I don't think this is a good idea. Oh, no, no, no. It's a great idea. think so? Whoever wins the brackets... It's making me nervous. ...gets to be on the show. You get to be on the show. We talked about that. I don't don't like this. Probably it'll be nobody because probably one of us will win, right? Well, then we'll be on the show. Yeah. (laughs) That we're already on. I will do it just for the chance that I can have... 
the chance to look at someone else's ugly mug. You want to let a random person, one of the unwashed masses, uh, here into the flickering light studio? Not a to, random person, Ray. To glory over someone us. Someone that is able to overcome our scores uh, in a bracket and beat us. I just beat us. I think we're begging for bad radio when we do that. Mm, I mean, I we so. we probably do that every week anyway. Yeah, but but okay. Here's the deal, everybody. Yes, we are going to be doing it. If you win. The Raisin Brent Bracket Challenge. You can come on the show at a future week, and you can tell us about why you're you're smarter than mm-hmm. the two of us. That's right. And then we will probably troll you mercilessly about something. Yep. Most likely your appearance. But you'll get your your 30 seconds of fame. Get your 30 seconds of Raisin Brent uh, uh, folklore. Hey. But, you know, here's the deal. You don't have the guts. You're not going to do it. Let's yeah. face facts. It's free. It's easy. We've laid out every single step for you. Look, and all you got to do is beat these two guys who you think you're smarter than anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you're not going to do it. You know why, Brent? Scurred. Because you're a loser. Scurred. A scurred loser. Yep. Why are we calling our... We're being very mean to our audience this week. Because we're trying say. to challenge them. This is called That's reverse true. psychology. All right. Yes. Shut up. Well, now you told them. Ah! Wait, was that reverse psychology? Am I triple reversing you? Mm. Is your mind blown yet? Anyway. Moving forward. Speaking of bets that uh, shouldn't have happened and didn't happen, what did we talk about last week? I was, uh, if we're going to ever make a bet, we have to do it on the air. Yeah. So I got to tell this story right off the top. Is uh, The Michigan-Michigan State game is about to get underway. Are you going to tell this story? I am going to tell this story. you'd be too embarrassed to tell it. No, you know, it probably belongs in its own segment, but I'm just going to lead the show with it because... One week, this just shows you who Brent is as a person. One week after we have a whole on-air discussion of every single one of our bets needs to happen on the show when we're recording for the sake of the audience, for the sake of putting it on the record. So what happens? Michigan's playing Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship game, and Brent starts texting me. (laughs) Hey, Ray, you want to put a bet on this game? Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. That's not what I said. Okay, no, why don't you, you said, tell? Why don't you okay. st- continue the story you from said, here and I'll correct you. You said Doug Gottlieb on ESPN. Doug says, Gottlieb. He says Michigan is a number one seed whether or not they win. He was just on TV saying that, yes. Mm-hmm. He said Michigan State, Michigan, I should say, win or lose, I think Michigan Wolverines are a one seed regardless of what happens today. So I said, Ray, I'll take that bet. If Michigan wi- loses, if yes. Michigan loses, they will not be a one seed. And I said, that's a stupid bet. Why would I take that bet? Because now we have to wait till after they lose. Why, I would, if I'm going to take the bet, why don't I just bet that Michigan is a one seed? Because if they win the Big Ten Championship, which they did, ended up not doing, then... Oh, they didn't? Uh, oddly enough, they no. lost? Oh, yeah, this is news to you. But at least Doug Gottlieb was right, though, right? You're still a one seed. Here's the deal. If Michigan wins against Michigan State, wins the Big Ten Tournament, and is a one seed, it's a push? Why would I ever take that bet? Because, Ray... That, that makes no I'll, sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Here's why. Tell me why. You lose bets to me so often, oh, and I have Lord. so much visual proof that I can give if you want me to. That. I was trying to I, give you a chance to not lose again. You have some visual proof. I do. You, I have no, you, you were just trying to hedge I have in you, the worst way possible. I have you wearing Royals gear. <sighs> I have you wearing Husker gear. It's lame. And I have you wearing Kansas City Chiefs gear. Now, if you can find gear of me wearing any of your team's gear... Listen, just because you win the shame bets that involve clothing... That's right. And I win all the other shame bets... That's right. Doesn't mean that you win every shame bet. Well... Are we forgetting the prepared statements? You've already forsaken the 97 Huskers championship. Well, and you did the same. I did a shame statement where you forsook the uh, 97 Wolverines. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. You've never won a prepared statement. Yes, I have, Ray. What episode? It was the first one we did. You, I won. Go back and look. I won one of them. I can't listen to that episode. Okay. The sound well, quality you pretending, You're pretending like it didn't happen now? This is what I have to deal with, people. Ray talking about things that didn't happen, and then all you have to do is go back and listen to the other 42 podca- 41 podcasts, and you'll find it in there somewhere. Listen, if you, were, if you were really sure about your point being correct, I don't see why you wouldn't just go through and listen again. Well, I, I was sure about the three teams that I, three team uniforms that I did make you wear. I just told you who they were. Nebraska. Kansas City and Kansas City. I hate you so much right now. But anyway, so the whole point of the story is I did not take the bet because we were not on the air at the time. Uh, or you and were because scared. Brent was offering one of the dumbest bets this side of... Or Ray was scared. And because Brent was offering me the dumbest bet since, bet ya I can't. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Anyway, the point is, 
any of those bets you would have taken, you would have lost all of them, Ray. So so you should have accepted my terms here, and won the bet. Here, Ray, here's some lucky stars. Would you thank them real quick? Thanks, lucky stars. There you go. Now these lucky stars are yours. Oh, thank you. Well, Brent, it's nothing. I know. Because if you had actually had stars in your hands, you would have set the entire room on fire. That's right. That's science, folks. Yep. Cosmos. Cosmos. Have you watched Cosmos? I do like that. We're just going to, let's just ramble. Who cares? Here's the deal, guys. We're going to be doing a big segment on the NCAA uh, tournament, and that's pretty much all we got today. So we're going to ramble a little extra in the opener because we can. And thus we shall. I have watched the new Cosmos. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is great. Uh, there and I really li- and the last one about the dogs I thought was really interesting and stuff I hadn't considered before was that dogs all descended from wolves, which I guess I sort of knew, but I never really realized that it was a man-made process over a very short period of time. However, the thing that blows uh, I like about the show and and I my wife Melissa does not like about the show. Can you guess what it is? Uh, are you on it? So then you have to stare at your ugly face the whole time? Is that because I haven't seen it yet? I'm guessing. Is that what it is? No. Oh. You haven't seen it yet? No. Okay, so Neil deGrasse Tyson is... I've, I DVR'd them. I have not watched them. Okay, well, he's basically... And it's a very opening shot of the thing is he's like pulls back and it reveals that he's standing on a green-screened like starship bridge, mm-hmm. and he has this big, like, uh, dare I say it, but it's a vagina-shaped... <laughs> what else is Vagina-shaped what? Spaceship. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, am I about to say that? I don't know. But that's essentially it with a big eye, a big circle where uh, he his bridge is, and he calls it, like, the ship of the... What is it? The ship of the unknown. Or the ship of the... No, it's the ship of the imagination. Hmm. And essentially, there's always shots of, like, the cosmos and molecular level, and then he's CGI flying this ship through, <laughs> and Melissa hates that. She's like, I hate that ship! Wow! I just want to see the cool picture behind it, and that dumb ship is in the way. All right. Gonna make sure your wife listens to the show this week. She doesn't listen at all, so I can feel yeah. safe until all of her good friends out there, looking at you, Amy, <laughs> tells her that she needs to listen to this episode because <laughs> I'm talking about her. But I don't think that's going to do happen. Do it, Amy. Do don't it. do it! Dear Lord. This will probably be the one that she listens to, right? Probably. Because I always talk with her, and I always joke with her off the air, and she's like, what'd you guys talk about? And I say, well, I talked about you a lot on the show. Yeah. She's like, no, you're just saying that because you want to get me to listen. No, you talk, you do talk about her a lot on the show. I do. Yes, you do. You said you, you said she I'm picked, not lying. You said she picked the Saints as her favorite team because of the pretty helmets. That's what you said. You said she likes flowers instead of lily flowers on them, the fleur de lis, and that's why she picked the team. So that's that's the op- what you said. That's the opposite of what I said. Now, good. Now, when this is the one episode that she listens to, she'll think that that's true. That is true. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> it is his fault. That's uh, usually. Isn't that right? Anyway, so yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about the NCAA's. But uh, if you haven't watched the Cosmos yet, you should totally check that out. You no, guys, I'm going to. get yourself some learning, get yourself some science. It is totally fascinating, and Neil deGrasse Tyson has a very uh, good way about him of just explaining stuff so we can understand. But anyway, we're not here to talk about TV completely. Yeah, let's talk some sports. What do you think? NCAA time? Oh yeah. So let's get it started after three seconds of madness. Bless the bees and the birds. It's the most exciting time of the year. Wow, Ray, that was pretty. I didn't know you could sing. Yeah. I thought you'd be like all off key. That's pretty good. Thank you. I was a musical theater major in college. Well, that only. Where, though? Well, in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. So. Everything in Ohio is one one octave yep. flat. Raised a canis, proud graduate of all the Ohio State. <laughs> it was not Ohio State. The Ohio State Buckeye Ray here. No, it is not at all. And I hate you for saying it. To all my homeboys, I'm going to shout out Ohio Northern University, the Polar Bears of Ada, Ohio. Love y'all. That's you're, right. You're the only good thing about Ohio, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. But Buckeye Ray here. Oh, my God. There needs to be punching. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, NCAA tournament is the most exciting time of the year before I got so heavily derailed. And uh, as we said before, and I'll say it again for the sake of you out there, really, just stop the show for a sec. Mm-hmm. Just pause it. Yeah. Because if you stop it, you're going to have to, you know, you might not come back. So let's just say pause it and go and fill out the bracket. You only got like two days to do it. I'm going to get this up as soon as I can in the week. But you only got till Thursday early, early morning to get this thing filled out. So do it. Do it. Do it. Facebook.com slash Ray Brent podcast. It's going to be pinned right to the top, so it's going to be not hard to find. Hey, if the president has time to fill out his bracket, what's Speaking your of that, excuse? Real quick, Obama's bracket. 
Let's, I mean, we're going to talk about our own brackets. We're going to talk a few upsets we think might happen. Now, I don't want you to mistake what we're saying right here as an ironclad yes, for sure. This is what we're going to be doing. So you can't, because basically, if we just give you all our picks on the air, well, well then how, that's kind of lame. Like, then you can't game against us. Well, now, once they're all in stone, we'll talk about them on the air. But I don't want you, the people, to know what I'm about to pick before I pick it. But I will tell you how I'm leaning in certain areas. We will give some opinions, but we are going to save you know, some things for the bracket. Since you are competing, you want to be on the show. Right. Just like the We're master. going to give it to you. The master and the student, us being the masters, we'll teach you a bunch, but we won't teach you everything. That's right. So we won't talk necessarily about who we have. Well, you might make predictions for Final Fours, but that might not be who we take in our personal brackets. Because sometimes it's about the heart, not the brain. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the Super Bowl. That's right. <laughs> That's what happens. Ugh. Um, in any case, talk about Obama's bracket really quick. Our, our uh, president of the United States put forth a bracket. And, Brent, do you remember what his Final Four teams were? Uh, yeah, he had Florida. Okay. Arizona. Okay. Louisville. Louisville. And Michigan Sparty. State. Now, what I have to say is, do you think he just doesn't get votes at this point? You look at those states. <laughs> Florida, swing state. Michigan, swing state. Kentucky, maybe. No, he didn't pick Kentucky. No. I mean, but that's where Louisville is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, you're right. Geography. Geography's hard, Ray. <laughs> Welcome back to who's getting geography No, they're now. in the state of Louisville. <laughs> yes. And then, well, he's lost Arizona. He's not getting Arizona. He just thinks they're a good team. So you think, uh, yeah, he didn't pick Kentucky. He didn't pick the Wildcats. No, but who would? That's true. They're going to lose in the second round to Wichita State, or are they? Ray, don't shh. But to be fair, though, isn't that pretty much the equivalent of taking the four sexiest picks in each bracket? Yeah, I mean, it's I not really, he's not really challenging himself with any of those picks, right? I don't think so either. I kind of think it's like the two, clearly the two seeds that people are going to take the most, Florida and Arizona. You would think. And also the two peop- the two teams that everyone's saying, oh, they, they should have been a higher seed. But you have Michigan State, who nine out of nine ESPN broadcasts. Five out of five. Well, whatever. It seems like nine out of nine. It's like 9,000 out of well, 9,000. Well, all of them, yeah. All of them picked Michigan State to win the tournament right after the uh, bracket was set. And then Louisville was last year's champion. So, Wow. Go out on a limb much? Right. I mean, I mean, to be fair, and I do, I, mean, I got nothing against the president. He's a good man, near as I can tell. Never met him. But uh, it always seems like his brackets are fairly safe. He doesn't really take a lot of chances out there, and I've always had this kind of sneaking suspicion. He just does it to get curry favor in those swing areas. Maybe That's, I'm crazy. That is preposterous. President Obama's here, everybody. Um, no, he's not here. It was me, Ray. Oh. But it's preposterous. To think that oh, I he's would back. He's back, everybody. Make picks based on political favors? Uncalled for. You lie. Let's talk bracketology. Let's break down the brackets. Let's talk about how Michigan got screwed out of a number one seed that they clearly deserved. I think we can both agree on that point. I know. When you get beat by 15 points... To a team that lost to Nebraska, to the clearly, eventual you, clearly national you champion. deserve a one seed. To the eventual national champion, if Sorry, I believe I every piece of media. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Could you turn up the sarcasm on my uh, settings oh, when okay, I say it this time? On. Okay, there you go. Clearly, you lose to a team by 15 points that lost to Nebraska. <laughs> clearly, you deserve a number one seed. I'm going to turn the sarcasm back down again. Yeah, it was a little bit too much. Yeah, I probably had it up a little bit too Yeah, high. well... Yeah. So let's just talk right now. Biggest upsets. Let's face it. Fives are going to be facing 12s, and a 12 always beats a five, right? Isn't that what the conventional wisdom? Yeah. Does It, it happened like three times a couple of years ago out of four. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you were to take a look at the five twelves right now, which one do you think is the most likely to drop for the people at home? Um, I Okay, this is kind of hard to explain. There's a play-in game with Iowa and Tennessee. A play-in game? No, sir. Those are both real tournament, (laughs) and this is the first round happening on Tuesday. I think we can all agree the second round is when all the team plays. So I kind of think, especially if Tennessee wins that game versus Iowa, I think they could beat. Do you want me to start? Go ahead. I definitely have to say that. But I mean, to be fair, though, all these fives look like they should be able to handle these uh, 12s. You look at if, if Xavier beats NC State in that game to be the 12 seed, they definitely have a chance to beat St. Louis. I think a lot of people are very high on St. Louis right now, and I just don't see them as being a factor too deep into the tournament. Yeah, they lost in their in their own tournament. Sure, but a lot of teams did that that are still I know, good. but if you're going to get a five seed out of a mid-major tournament, I Correct. would hope that you would win your, 
your uh... you'd hope. But that being said, I mean they would technically play the winner of Louisville Manhattan <clears throat> Louisville in the second round, so it's not too hard to pick the upset against St. Louis there if you think they're going to lose to Louisville anyway. Take your shot. But the twelve five I think is most likely is actually Harvard going up against Cincinnati. Harvard always comes in playing that kind of super pass, super Jeremy Lin style, just zip 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 the ball around with nine hundred passes, and then all of a sudden the guys open under the basket for an easy layup. And a lot of this is a style not a lot of teams play, and so therefore I would say Cincinnati, typically a team that kind of plays from the front, plays a little bit ugly, is a little bit slow, a little bit you know physical. Traditionally, I would say that I think that Harvard's going to beat them in the first round. Yeah. Well, I if I'm looking at it, I look at a VCU team, Virginia Commonwealth, Ben Wallace, and it's a team that's that's been performing in the tournament the last few years. So they're not going to they're not an underdog. They're not a Cinderella anymore. They're not. So you think they drop it to Stephen F. Austin? It's possible. I mean, VCU. One thing I know about VCU from watching a few of their games, they do not shoot free throws very well. And that can be a that can be a big thing in a, in a tournament game. And I think that the state of uh, Austin, I think Obama didn't pick them because he, he. Wait a minute. That being said, you know I don't I don't think that Stephen F. Austin has played a great schedule. Well, they're twenty seven and two. They are twenty seven two, but that also means that there's not a lot of tape of, of them against good teams. So that can be a little tricky too. I guess I ask the question: Is there a ton of tape about Virginia Commonwealth either? Well, there is now. I mean, I guess people you know. are paying attention to them now. That's for sure. And you know, to be fair, the team that probably needs to see the tape more is is the is Stephen F. Austin. There you go. And those and VCU is on TV a lot now. So fair enough. Now, how about just in general, big upsets of the first round, so we can come back and point at each other and teams be like, that "You are on, dummy! Why would you okay, pick that?" Teams that I'm not necessarily going to pick, but I think could be on upset alert. Okay, we'll go. Okay. Up, let's let's just call it upset alert. Okay, I'm going to put Syracuse on upset alert. Syracuse, the they're not a one seed. They're a three seed. They're a three seed. I almost they would have been a one seed uh, three weeks ago when they were good. Everybody thought they were, you know, the last one seed. Yeah, so I think. Who they are they were, playing in the first round? They're playing Western Western Michigan. So you think Western Michigan, the Broncos, our favorite team from the Grand Rapids area, is going to take out Syracuse? I just Jim think Bayheim? Syracuse is so ripe for the picking right now. They they were like I think twenty something like twenty five and zero, and now they're twenty seven and five. They down the stretch they did struggle, but that's to be fair when they were and, playing the meat of their conference games. Okay, but even a couple games. Well, yeah, but they, they still, had to play really tough teams like Boston College. Oh, yeah. maybe I'm not making my own point for me. Right. All right. So just I'll just say I'll just put it right now. I want some facts on this. Set me up with some numbers as to why Syracuse should be on upset alert. Well, you know they were 25 and 0, and even a couple of games before. Remember they had the 40 44 footer by Ennis to win that one game when they yes. should have lost. Uh, what else? That was against, I think, was it NC State? And then they lost to Boston College. As mentioned, yes. Boston College is, well, they're above 500 team, right? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're 7-24. and 24. Oh, they're not above, above 500 team at all. Pretty not good. even a little bit. Yeah. Then they lost to, let's see, Duke. That's, you know. Duke's well, Duke, good. they're not very, Virginia's oh. good. Georgia Tech. Hmm, Tech's kind of good. 16 and 17. Hey, that's like Nebraska's mm, record, isn't it? No, it is not. Oh, hurt. that's my bad. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, to me, teams that are just going to win in the first round, these teams are these teams are in the RPIs of, like, 201 and 157. So, if theoretically the 68 best teams are playing in the tournament... And they aren't, so let's face facts. Well, they're not, but Western Michigan has, you know, has a better RPI than these two teams that they lost to. And Syracuse just seems like a lost team right now. A lost? You don't think Jim Beheim with all this time to practice and get the team ready, like get a whole week to prepare for Western Michigan? Well, I he don't can't see, get it done? I don't see Carmelo Anthony showing up to the court this week. Not on the court, anyway. He's probably got some eligibility left. Yeah, he probably does. Eey. Three years. Probably wants to get away from the Knicks for a few Yeah, he might. Games. I know he's hanging out with the Zen Master now. Anyway, I put, on, I put Syracuse on upset alert. Fair enough. Who do you got? Who you got, Ray? Okay, we'll talk about playing games. I'm going right to guess here. Wofford. Wofford. Wofford over, over Michigan. <laughs> you really think that's where I'm going? The answer is no. The team I think has the best chance to score the upset from double digits to beat a higher seeded team. Number eleven, Nebraska gets the call. I predict it right here, right now. Nebraska beats Baylor. Nebraska moves on to the Sweet Thirty Two. Wow. And Nebraska, do you want to bet on this? Oh, so you want to bet? You want me to take Baylor? 
Well, I mean, they're, they are the favorite. I figured I'd be doing you a favor. Wow. So I predicted Nebraska Cornhuskers don't just beat Baylor. They beat Baylor. Mm-hmm. And they move on and face Creighton in the Ray, round Ray, I can't bet you because I agree with you. That's going to happen. It's a great upset. I can't believe you didn't pick that upset, Brent. Well, I would seem like a homer if I did. Well, the now other that one. You said it. It's got to be true. Either that or you're just trolling me and trying to make, jinx my team to make sure they lose. I wouldn't. Well, how? Me? This is absolutely outrageous. Why do you need to jinx an underdog? Only three and a half points. That's, that's just true. home court advantage. Three and a half points. That's is, all it is. Yeah, that's true. And the other one I would pick before you were shaming me about it Iowa versus Tennessee. I think the winner of that game does definitely go on to beat UMass. I think that team just gets heated up. I think UMass is very overrated, even though they're only a six. And I do think the Iowa Hawkeyes take it to the. Maybe I'm a Big Ten homer at this point, but they make it to the Sweet 32. I think Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins that game. I don't know. Iowa lost six out of their last seven. They look terrible. Yeah, but ever since Bruce Pearl stopped painting his face orange and showing up at women's basketball games, there the team just hasn't been as good. Yeah, Tennessee's playing pretty well right now, though. I, I would say this. I would agree with you. If Tennessee wins that game, I think they beat UMass. I think if Iowa wins that game, they lose to UMass. And either both teams lose to Duke, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even think that's in question. Unless you think, is there any chance the Mercer mercenaries? Oh, you know who I was thinking of? Ron Mercer. (laughs) (laughs) How about Cal Poly versus and Texas Southern? You think one of those teams could take out Wichita State? Yes. Who's the number number a number sixteen seed has never beat a number one seed. Never happened. Okay, so of the four seeds this year, who's the most likely to be upset? Wichita State. <laughs> you couldn't beat me to the to the middle of the table with your chips fast enough, right? I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's face it. I, I do believe in Wichita State. I think they are for real. They are in the bracket of death with Louisville, Michigan, and Duke. Huh? Yeah, but I th- that, and they might even lose to Kentucky in the second round for theories. Do I think they're going to lose to Cal Poly? No, I or don't. Texas Southern. Do I think they could? No. Maybe. Well, yeah, you have to wonder a little bit. Even though they were in the Final Four last year, they were did they didn't play as a number one seed. And I remember them going through like kind of getting lucky and not having to play a bunch of like really hard teams before they went to the true Final Four. Yeah, they had a fairly straight road of it, but hey, it's their destiny now. Yeah. In theory, every game should be on the easy road for them because they're the one seed. I mean, would that be one of the greatest stories if Wichita State makes it to two consecutive Final Fours? It'd be a good story. Yeah, it'd be pretty great. Okay, so how about this? Mm-hmm. What team do you think right now? Just your gut. Now, you, we haven't exactly filled out our brackets to completion yet. Right. What team would you put on the record right now? Or off the record, whatever. I'm not trying to be super binding about it. Who is your team right now as you sit? What okay. team would you say is going all the way in this tournament? And maybe even who do they beat? I think if I'm just going off the top of my head, I got to go with the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette. <laughs> <laughs> are you freaking serious? <laughs> I was about to take this whole thing seriously. Louisiana Lafayette. Um, I have to go with the team that has the easiest matchup in the first round. That is Wofford. I'm taking <laughs> Wofford. Uh, <laughs> I hate you so much. But seriously, how many points is Nebraska going to lose by in the first round of Baylor? I'll tell you some. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you some teams that I think are playing really impressively right now. Yeah, that's all I'm okay. looking for. Uh, Wofford, <laughs> how dare you! All right, are we going to do this? For I real said then? It. I'm gonna... in. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I you got to love what Virginia did. They won the they won the regular season and the postseason title in the ACC. As much as I hate that Michigan is a two seed, Virginia deserves the one seed more than them, and I just have to give it up for them beating Duke in the finals of their tournament. Like, mm-hmm. what else needs to be said? They deserve the one seed. Can't um, fight it. I like how I like you know one thing that happens sometimes too is you have a, a relatively dominant team, and they they get uh, it taken to them a little bit right before the tournament. And I think it's a good thing for them. I think that's that's the the thing that happened with Arizona. Yep. Um, I I kind of don't like how Florida just rolled through their whole schedule. You know, they it did make it look pretty easy right there, which is good, but it also means that they weren't challenged. But you also look at the other teams though that are in their side of the bracket, right? I mean, we have. Yeah. VCU, we. I mean, who's going to beat them? Kansas? Kansas is pretty good. Kansas might be their best challenge, but the aforementioned Syracuse team that isn't playing very well right now? I don't like Kansas right now either. I mean, unless Joel Embiid comes back. I mean, UCLA? UCLA thinks they're good, but so do the Detroit Pistons this year. Doesn't mean anything. It just means you think you're good. I think UCLA could be a dangerous, dangerous team, Ray, that could go all the way to the Final Four. You think UCLA could go to they the could. Final Four? They could. That sounds to me like only what something a smart person would say if they right. were to say that out loud. I think they could. 
I don't know if they will. I mean, the fact that they won the the Pac-10, I thought the Pac-10 had a pretty strong uh, conference this year. The question is on a one day. Here's the question I have. On a one day, any day, any given Sunday, if you will, can UCLA beat Florida? I think on any any given day, UCLA can beat anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Do I think they're going to be in the Final Four? No. But let me give you some teams right now that I think are kind of good right now, kind of hot, kind of playing well. I mean, let's face it. you got to go with Sparty. Sparty. Michigan State. I mean, as much as I want to hate all the mainstream media attention that they're getting, probably a lot of it not necessarily deserved, but you give them big ups for winning the Big Ten tournament. They are a four seed. I mean, they they will have some challenges ahead of them. I mean, how bad do people think Virginia is right now? The fact that everybody pretty much assumes that Michigan State's just going to beat them. I mean, that's pretty outrageous right there. I agree with you on Arizona. I think that's a team that's always dangerous. It never, like, plays badly. Even when, you know, they have an off day, they're still tight. They still got the fundamentals. There's a lot of hustle in that team. And, of course, the two seed. Your Michigan Wolverines, who have an incredibly difficult path ahead of them. They're gonna, they'd have to beat Duke in order to get there, theoretically. They'd have to beat, you know, Wichita State, in theory, in order to get there. Yeah, but you guys have Karis Levert. Wasn't he in that R&B band, Levert, back in the 90s? He was actually on that 1970s sitcom, Levert and Shirley. <laughs> nice. That's where I remember him from. I do think Michigan has a very legit chance to make the Final Four. I think if they can get past Duke, there's no one else standing in their way. I don't love how Michigan ended the season, to be honest with you, Ray. With I'm, not, I'm not trolling right now, but... Oh, no, they, not you. They were, a, you know, they were a weird dropping the ball for no reason at the end of the game uh, by Aaron Kraft away from going to overtime. They were... A tip in or like a three or four. It was about fo- a three foot shot. Shot away, uncontested. By the way, shot away from Fina, losing to. Final line I are tough though in the tournament. They always win at least one game in the tournament, if not more. For right. being a team that's never that good, they always bring it come tournament time. Right, but I'm just saying I don't. I don't like you know Michigan didn't seem like they had the the eye of the tiger. They had big leads in both those games and let them come back in the game. I don't like that. I don't think they had the eye of the tiger. They had big leads, let it slip, and then won anyway. Yeah, but. That's great coaching. They did the same thing. They started off strong against Michigan State, too, and then they couldn't hold on. So I, I, I just personally um, don't like how they're playing right now. They just got beat by Michigan State. I, yeah. I, there's, no, there's no making excuses at all. They just flat out got beat from pillar to post by Sparty, but so it goes. So anyway, I would definitely say it's clear Michigan wins the national championship oh, this year. there you go. Let's go ahead and put it out Ray's there right now. right now. I don't know if that's going to be my official pick. I'm going to uh, play coy. I'm going to play a little coy. Well, you're going to take Wofford, right? Wofford. What's I like the, the name. What's the nickname of the Wofford? It seems like it should be the Wofford Fries. I don't know. Isn't it some kind of dog name, the Wofford Terriers or something? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Wofford. The Wofford and the Oyster? The Wofford oh, it Terriers, is, it Ray. Is the Terriers. Well, there you go. Brent was right. The Wofford Terriers. Congratulations, Brent. That the shows one how thing... much I spend watching teams that never do anything. I'd like to congratulate Brent right now for getting the first thing right he's ever had on the show. Except for all of our bets I would have won last week. Um, don't worry about that. In any case, let's go back. We'll talk a little bit about more TV. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. Three seconds of Gnarls Barkley. Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? So there's a lot of shows going on right now. A lot of stuff to watch. I mean, I'm about to give up on the Josh Holloway Sawyer from Lost show Intelligence. Have you seen any of this? I've seen uh, the commercials for it. And and really, it didn't really make me want to watch it. It's it's kind of okay. I don't know. Like he's he is exactly Sawyer, except Sawyer who never like loses ever anything at any time, and uh, is always right and never has a flaw or a fault. Uh, He reminds me a lot of D and D characters that my friends used to have, where the less perfect the person, the more perfect their Dungeons and Dragons character would be. It's just a dude with no faults who also has a computer in his head, so now he really just knows everything. I thought Sawyer was pretty great in uh, the crying video by Aerosmith. I just can't believe he would steal Alicia Silverstone's purse and then get punked, punked out. But I don't know, like that. I don't know. Intelligence is just—it started out average, okay, and there's some characters on the show I really like, and now it's just bad. It's just, uh, it's just not going anywhere. I don't like yeah. that. But you've never seen it. I've never seen it. That's all right. <laughs> I forgive you. I do watch the Americans. Oh, the Americans. Are you caught up now? Of course. I'm always cut up. I'm not, but I am oh. today. Oh, you are? Cool. Yay. We can talk about it then. Let's talk about it. Spoiler alert, although yeah. not really not much to spoil right now. Uh, here's the deal. Last couple weeks, not enough dead kids. Oh. Yee. And the other week, too many dead kids. Lots of dead kids with butterflies painted on their face. 
Although there was one aspect of this last episode of The Americans uh, that I have to say is when uh, playing playing the character of Jackie, the moving inspector, our hero, Carrie Russell, uh, basically uh, found a, a janitor guy, a cleaner guy, and she needed a bunch of information from him. And she basically is talking with him, and he's like, I think I should get my supervisor. I don't know if – and she just picks up a crowbar and just stands in front of him. And is like, no, nah, I don't think we need to involve your supervisor. And he's like – and then all of a sudden, like, he's like, oh, oh. In, like, a split second, he absolutely understands everything that's happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. And he immediately starts telling her, like, I have kids, and I have a family, and my kids love me, and these are their names, and here's their pictures. And the classic thing you do, like, when you're being held captive by a maniac or a psycho killer who doesn't see you as a person in order to get them to see you as a person. Mm-hmm. And I loved that he actually went there and he did it, and that it worked. Um, here, You know what, Ray? I completely disagree with you. What? I, yeah, I. That's really funny that you mentioned that because I was going to mention that as the stupidest moment of the season so far. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought guy, that was super smart. The guy is standing there in the in the warehouse with her, and and he realizes something is wrong. Something's wrong, and he says instead of just like running, I was thinking that he says. Oh, maybe I need to get my supervisor. So if you're bad, you better do something to me right now. Now that was just stupid. I think he said that. I think he said that for the right reasons, not realizing at that moment. He also exactly could have run away. He, he could have yelled for help. He could have, but he's probably weak in character. I guess. But are you going to really? If I have my choice right there, am I going to pit my hopes, pin my hopes on? The fact that maybe this lunatic woman won't kill me or that I bet I can outrun her to the door. Yeah, but the problem is if you make a run for it and she's got a gun, she will then shoot you and you will have no choice. She can't shoot. Her. There's there's too many people around. There's too many people like in the other buildings. So In the moment, are you going to take that chance? Yes. Oh, jeez, no. I, I like what he did, and I also liked that uh, the way that she decided she wasn't going to kill him, but still had to find a way to still make it work without killing him. So she took the picture of his kid and said, what was his name again? Hey, thanks, and then puts it in her pocket, and I'm like, oh, now no one has to die, but you're still effective. Oh. Yeah, I didn't buy it. You didn't I, buy it? I did not like that. I thought that was the, the easiest avoidable thing in the whole season. I thought it was dumb. I love the Americans. Didn't like that scene. Wow. All right. Well, you can be wrong about that. What about uh, the other shows we watched? The Amazing Race? Ooh. It's a good season. It, well, it's Amazing Race All-Stars, so my goodness, it better be a good yeah. season. I'm very disappointed that Bopper and Mark are not com- did not compete together. They yeah. were probably one of my favorite teams. But I like previous the, what's her name that came on with him. She was awful. What are you talking She's about? Great, man. Mark! 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 Kind of girl, kinda girl Mark! you want to take home to mom. Kind of girl you want to take home because she'll leave your bag by the side of the road in Thailand. Okay, but who was oh, wrong in that episode? She was wrong. No. He should have double-checked for his own bag, but he she was responsible okay. for the bag. Yes, I agree, Ray. That's true. Now, once that has happened, do you move spend, on. Do you spend an hour arguing? To be fair, it's easy for her to argue with him. <laughs> she wasn't the one who had to wear the same clothes for 92 Ray, more days in a row. come on. They all, they all loved him. They all would have given him one of their shirts. Oh, my goodness, no. If I left my bag that had all my stuff on, like, day one of the race, we're going back for it. And you know what? Her arguing with him about it for, like, a half hour is probably what ended up costing them. Had they just immediately made the decision, turned back around again, got the bag, went back, they're not eliminated that day. Here's the deal. You leave something. This is not like a no man left behind thing. It's like we're leaving everything behind. It doesn't matter. You can get more stuff later on. No, I I disagree with this completely. But on top of that, that's not even the reason why they lost. The reason they lost is because she couldn't hacky sack. Every no. time the every time the little uh, the ball thing lost, would go near, it'd be like, Bleh! "I'm the, stupid." Bleh! The, the reason they lost Bleh! is because they had to go back for his bag. It's totally wrong. And he had a weird, some kind of he had medication almost in like there. a homeless guy mentality of like, "This is my stuff. I can't leave my stuff." To be fair, that's probably all he owns in the world. Well, okay, he's from the south. I'm sorry. The the, the other people would have they all they all loved them on the show. They would have given him some they clothes. Loved and that's him. what she said too. Nobody loved her. Well, she was a but she tool. said people will give you shirts. She said I will buy I will buy you a bag. That's ridiculous. No, she it's her fault that it wasn't on there in the first place. She should have just owned it and not fought. They the whole time. were eliminated because of him. Well, that's just total garbage, right no, there. No, that's not now, garbage. It's how truth. about how about your favorite and least favorite teams right now working? Uh, my least favorite team is Nick and his mom. Oh, they're kind of annoying. Yeah. Now, it was kind of a big deal. He came out on the show. Yeah, he did. Surprising 
No, no one. one. Not a single person. I mean, it would have been more shocking to me if he would have come out as deaf on the show. Yeah. Which he also is. Which he actually, he, he opens with that, actually. Yeah. But no, I mean, and you don't think, that, you just think he's a tool. I think his mom yells at him too much. No, I think he's, I think he's a spoiled brat. I mean, come on, he, last he this might week, be. he threw all those he glasses on the, glasses the floor. The ground. Yeah, that was pretty And stupid. then goes and hides in the bathroom. You know why he went in the bathroom? It's the one place his mother couldn't follow him to yell at him. How about this? They're, uh, they're on the raft in the middle of the rapids. Yeah. Who's rowing in front? Mom, mom. or him? 60-year-old mom. No, you're right. He's a little entitled. You know my least favorite team, though? Brenchel. Brendan and Rachel. Blah. Just every time she t- opens her mouth to talk, I just want to be like, shut up. Just shut up, Rachel. I, I think Rachel, I, I had the same feeling about her in her other season, and this season I, I kind of I think she's matured. Matured? Are you, she's just as entitled now as she was then. She's just had one more taste of defeat. Ray. She was doing that challenge where they had to jump on the bamboo trampoline. Oh, my God. And she realized right away, hey, my pantyhose are too slippery. I'm going to take them off. Who wears pantyhose? This is entirely to my point. Who wears pantyhose on a run around the world? No, the uh, worst thing was that aforementioned. People who want to look stylish. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, because that's, that's her jam. Watch. The weird I, when, when I get barrettes. on the Amazing Race, try to stop me from wearing pantyhose. I probably You won't. I probably would try. You won't. <laughs> I won't stop you. No, speaking of the aforementioned raft scene, how about Brendan and Rachel are on the raft, and it's really poorly constructed. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Brendan falls out of the raft because he's the one in front, and all of a sudden the current, because they're in rapids, the current starts whisking him away, and he's a good, like, 20 feet past the boat <laughs> now, he's like and he's trying so hard. Yeah, maybe 50. He's past a bunch of rocks, and Rachel gets her canoe stuck on the rocks, and what does she do? Does she figure out how to get herself out of the situation? No, she just yells, Brendan, get back here. <laughs> like he, like he's Neptune, god of the sea, and he can just Moses part the way and walk back to the raft and say, oh, Rachel, Thank let you. me take care of you. Thank you. He didn't even try to use his trident, Ray. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, she is the absolute worstiest of the worst. All right. Now, well, who's your favorite team, though? Oh, I, I got to go with the Cowboys. Cowboys, I like the Cowboys at work ethic. Mm-hmm. They do a few things that kind of annoy me. That just there's something about that, just that southern charm that just well, yeah, tear, rubs away at me the wrong way. You know, to me, I can't believe you didn't say Flight Time and Big Easy. Oh, I love Flight Time. How and Big awesome Easy. are Flight Time and Big They're Easy? Pretty cool. And that DJ challenge, unbelievably, they got up there and they're like, "Well, we like clubs, we like music. This should be easy." And then they sucked. Yep. But then when they got it right. Breaking stereotypes. <laughs> Breaking stereotypes here on The Amazing Race. All stars. Oh, my gracious. But, yeah, but um, also the uh, the Afghanimals. I want to hate them so much. I don't like those But guys. they have such a great attitude. They are, they are. And they were so awesome at that DJ game, it made me happy. They, they annoy me a little bit. Um, but I, I will say they work together very well. They're a good team. And they're not, they're not mean guys. So Who do you think wins The Amazing Race, then? Oh. <sighs> That's, I mean, I think my top two are probably Afghanimals and the Cowboys. Uh, I think those are two excellent choices right there, actually. Those were going to be my two choices. Yeah, but, of course, that's two we just talked about, so yeah. makes sense. You heard it here first, everybody. Neither the Afghanimals nor the Cowboys <laughs> will be winning the Amazing Race All-Stars this year. Guarantee it. I mean, I guess the, you know, the other team that seems like they, they perform pretty well together is the father and son. Them. They're from Thousand Oaks, California. Now I know, Salt but they, they do work together pretty well. No, they don't. All the dad likes to do. No, the dad reminds me of this like war veteran who no matter what place in the entire world you mention, he has a story about it. Like the old robot from the Transformers cartoon movie from the 80s. I remember when I was last hearing about Kuala Lumpur, there was an ancient mystic there, and they have a tradition of rubbing salt all over the ground. Shut up, dad. I love that. Oh, it's so I love, annoying. That's one of my favorite things. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm, it's going to sound like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. I really love, like, talking to people that were around a long time ago that know about things that I don't know about and hearing stories. I, I no, find that fascinating. That I like when I want to, when they just offer it every five seconds because you got to do some learning, kitty. Yeah. Then it gets annoying. Well, back in my day. Yeah. Oh, you have you have cars? <laughs> That's not how we did it back in my day. Yes, Grandpa, because back in your day, life was worse than life is now. You're right. We didn't have iPhones back in your day, and we had to look at the sun to figure out what time it was. But you know what this is? The bleepin' bleepin' future. So here's the deal. We almost guaranteed now the winner of Amazing Race All-Stars will be 
Brenchel. Brenchel. I was about to say, yeah, guaranteed. Guaranteed Brenchel just to make me very unhappy. <laughs> but I don't know if TV talk. Let's come back and wrap up the show. What do you Let's think? Do it. Let's do it after three seconds of Blind Melon. It's beat my point of view, but it's not safe. It's not safe. So we're about to wrap up the show here, but just one little quick topic came up. Bo Jackson was just your boy. Yeah. Bo Jackson. I like Bo Jackson, too, actually, a lot. Who doesn't love Bo He's Jackson? He's kind of the best. I mean, he knows everything. Yep. But one thing that he says he knows is that this these days and ages, there could be no two-sport athletes anymore. Like him back in the day, or you say Deion Sanders mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. And he says that the... Well, the talent pool was just a lot less deep at yeah. that time because people weren't so specialized in their training yeah. and yeah there wasn't as there was good money but there wasn't as much money as there is to, as there is today and and that quite frankly just the people are better these days so it's harder to break in with one sport much less two sports at the same time so do you want to prove Bo wrong by talking well, about who we that's think that's the question yeah. is who would be the who would be the person right now that you think could in fact be a two sport athlete come on that's easy who would it be lebron james tight end for the cleveland browns You'd almost have to believe it would not be a baseball football player. It would be a basketball football player because of the uh, Jimmy Graham factor. Uh, all these other guys, Antonio Gates coming over, f- previous basketball players now playing football. Um, you could almost argue like if somebody was really fast, like a track and field guy, he'd make a really good wide receiver. Steph Curry, slot receiver up the middle. I mean, I don't see how it wouldn't be possible. I mean, I guess this is my question with Bo. It's, it just hasn't happened. Yeah, I mean, maybe the specialization is not there, and the fact that it hasn't happened. Obviously, you're right until somebody proves you wrong. Well, and also, I would just say I don't think it would involve baseball anymore because baseball is such a specific thing. But a lot of these other sports are much more universal and much more the same kind of talent uh, talent set. I mean, you've got Jameis Winston closing for the Florida State right now on the baseball team. Fair enough, but I mean, is he really? He's not going to go in and put in his time playing football and baseball. Probably not. I mean, even Charlie Ward, if you remember, he was he won the Heisman playing football, so he probably could have made it to the next level, but he wanted to focus on his basketball just because he felt like he had a better chance there, and he was probably right. Well, and a lot of teams now, you know, it's such a year-round sport. Every sport is like basically year-round training, so it's hard to get a team to draft you and let you play on another team, you know? Fair enough, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It might even be something they put in your contract. We don't want you playing sports in another... League. Well, they don't even want you playing sports in your off time. They don't even want you playing pickup basketball if you're not already, you know. They could void your contract for if you hurt your ankle playing a pickup game. Well, and that's something that happens in high school now, too. It's so they, they want people to kind of choose their path, and a lot of them aren't doing as many sports anymore. You know, some of, some of them start that in high school now, in big high schools. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all fair in this game. So I'd say right now, Bo Jackson, I think you're wrong, but maybe you're right. I mean, there are people least could, committal answer ever. There are people that could do it. I think there are people that definitely could do it. I just mean, hasn't been. Just be, I guess, and this is the question: like before Peyton Manning won that Super Bowl, there's a question of uh, can't win the big one and hasn't yet won the big one. I don't think it's a matter of people can't be two sport athletes. It just hasn't happened for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It will most likely happen again. You're going to get that once in a generation athlete who comes out like a Bo Jackson of his era. Well, Bo Jackson. Then we also had Deion Sanders. Yeah. I think Brian Jordan also played. I remember him being in the same outfield uh, with Dion, or at least around the same time zone, and made it not seem like that big a deal, although he was definitely the lowest of the two-sport megastars uh, that were out there. And as, do you want to say? But that's that's also been, you know, 12 years or something. Now, longer than yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. It's been since the 90s. But hey, it's just saying, it hasn't happened yet, but it probably will happen again. But I'm good with that. I mean, he got traded in 2002 for Gary Sheffield. That means he was pretty good in baseball, I guess. Hey, you don't get traded for Gary Sheffield unless you're at least a minor league level talent. You don't get traded for the chef. The mad chef. Anyway. Who the the heck are the chefs? (laughs) Great googly moogly. (laughs) Well, I think that's about it for us this week. Thanks for listening to episode 42 of Raisin Brent. Well, I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. We mentioned that earlier, but we're going to mention it again because we have some uh, some contact information. That's right. I'm Brent. I'm mentioning it again because you said I was going to. Well, Brent, where would they find you on the Twitters? Uh, I would be uh, at Scoops Pope. Where, I would, are where are you? I would be at Almighty Ray. Oh. Hey, how about the show? We're at Ray Brent Podcast. Or check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Get into our NCAA Tournament Challenge. We want to get a whole bunch of people I in dare there. dare you. We really want to get you 
the people, the consumers. We've, I want you. We just don't think any of you are quite honestly good enough to make an appearance on the show as a NCAA tournament winner. Yeah. I honestly believe the winner of our bracket will be on the show, but it's probably just going to be one of us. I mean, look, we thought that that was going to happen when we did our picks league, Ray, right? Our NFL picks, we picked the whole year. Yes, we did. Did anyone else in that league beat either well, wait, one of us? Well, who finished first place in that league? I did. Who finished second place in that league? You did. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, we know a little something about something. Yeah. Occasionally, but we're not being stupid. Which is all the time. <laughs> Which is all the time. Oh, you can email the show at raybrentpodcast at gmail.com. Thank the uh, Comedy Podcast Network for uh, for helping us out, doing uh, doing the jam, living the dream. Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. You can listen to us on Stitcher Radio. Keep the app open at work. Listen to the Raisin Brent Show while you're supposed to be working with headphones on, and then tell your boss, I'm listening to my TPS reports. Screw you. I'm listening to Raisin Brent. Oh, we should make t-shirts that just say, screw you. I'm, I'm listening to, to Raisin Brand. Brand. That's a good idea. That's great. With a big screw on it. Mm-hmm. You can, though, catch us on Stitcher Radio. Just know this. Yeah. Stitcher Radio. And, of course, download the show on iTunes. Give us five-star reviews. Put some words in there. We definitely want to hear from you. We'll say any stupid things on the air. And I will make you a T-shirt. No, you will not make people a T-shirt. No, I won't. In any case, we got to thank some people. We got to thank David Knoll for producing. We got to thank uh, the train wrecks, mm-hmm. Jeremy Buck and the Bang for our wonderful intro and outro songs. Yeah, we'll thank Phil Ranta just because we can. Phil thank Ranta. Uh, Greg Lopez, even though we didn't use the drop, we didn't really have anything funny to say about Jim Mercer getting arrested for his demons. Yuck. Yeah, it's just not a fun story to talk about. He seems like a kind of a fun guy. So, mer. Also, really quick, you got to thank Jordan Monsell. Yeah, giving us the great art. Go to jordanmonsell.com mm-hmm. and. And I would like to thank Mr. Matthew Stafford. Oh, okay. You know why? I don't. Because he, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know this, Ray. Yeah? You just posed the question, oh, are there any famous two-star, two, two-sport athletes out there right now? What, is he one of I them? I understand why you got confused, because he actually is a three-sport athlete. What? Three-sport yeah. athlete? Yeah. It's not crazy. only does he attempt. I'm going to hate this. Not only does he attempt to play football. Oh, jeez. Mediocre. Uh-huh. Subpar. Yeah. He also is a an amazing sumo wrestler. Oh, come on. And competitive eater. Competitive eating. He's like the Pac-Man of competitive eating, but in you know, person form. Good night, everybody. You guys get on uh, iTunes, yep. and you give us a five-star review. you got to do that. And we can see who you are. We will send you a screw you. I'm listening to Raisin Brand t-shirt. We don't actually have those. Things. Oh, we will make them! We will, but I don't want to pay for that. Are you going to buy those for people? No. We'll give you a link to the cafe press where we, you can buy your own. I will make them! Oh, great. From my own hands! Yeah.